to the Fit Fun Macro Mom Podcast. If you are a super busy mom with fitness and nutrition goals but struggle to see results and are trying to be the best mama you can while taking care of your family, then you are in the right place. In this podcast, I'm going to dive into macro tracking, how to create food freedom, how to repair and increase your metabolism, along with lots of tips and tricks to help you get results and sustain them for life so you never have to diet again. If you are ready to live life with more confidence, joy, better health, and more energy while crushing some amazing physique goals along the way, then you are in the right spot. I am Jessie Vandenberg, certified personal trainer, macronutrition coach, wife, and mama of two who has taken her full-time training business from the gym setting to a multiple six-figure business virtually, sharing absolutely everything I know from my heart in hopes to impact not only your life, but your children's lives. I am a firm believer that our children do what we do, not what we say, and it is our job to lead from the front. So mama, if you are ready to take control of your fitness, your nutrition, your schedule, and truly gain more confidence and balance, then grab your water bottle and or your cup of coffee, pull up your chair, and let's dive in. Hey, hey, hey. All right, you guys. I am so excited to be here. This is my very first episode, and I wanted to take this time to just really kind of dive into a little of my backstory and share with you more about who I am, what makes me tick, and help you understand the struggles I've been through and how I've gotten to where I am today. Um, as I was preparing this, I was like, man, talking about me, I don't even know where to begin. That's just kind of feels kind of weird. So in turning on the mic and pressing play to record, I found myself getting nervous and kind of anxious and excited all at the same time and just kind of reflected back on so many amazing decisions and big decisions that I have just taken a leap of faith on or have been incredibly excited about. Every single time I look back, I was super nervous right before it happened. I remember when I was 16 years old, walking into the gym for the first time, being so excited to experience this, but having no clue whatsoever how to work the machines, what to do, and just kind of failed my way forward. I remember when I got married, I was so excited. And you guys, I'm a very outgoing person, so I was not nervous whatsoever. I was so excited until the moment I had to grab my dad's arm to walk down the aisle. I just had this flood of emotions and was like knots in my tummy. I was so excited walking down the aisle and I remember I got to the altar and Troy looked at me and whispered he's like I'm not that bad am I and I just it like that's our marriage he is just so lighthearted and always um keeps me smiling um but there are so many different times big decisions in my life that I've gotten a little bit nervous and excited it's like those excited nervous feelings so here I go I am diving in to share everything that I can about me so you guys have a good understanding of where I come from um, and what that looks like. So I just want you guys to understand that 
I'm a very goal-driven, vision-focused person. That everything that I set out to achieve, there's a purpose behind it. Um, most of the time, it's my family. And, you know, my kids, my husband, I they motivate me like crazy every single day. My kids and my husband motivate me to want to wake up every single morning to work out to feel my best so I have good energy for them so that I feel healthy and strong and energetic, that I'm not crazy moody and irritable. And I do my best to be able to control all of that through my fitness and my nutrition. And I want to lead by example for them. I want to show them that they can eat whatever it is that they want, but it's a balance, right? I'm a firm believer that we lead by example for our kids, that we can tell them till we're blue in the face what to eat or what not to eat, but they are really truly following our actions. So, um, you know, I feel like we as parents walk into parenting blindly, right? Like we have no blueprint. That would be nice, but we have no blueprint. We are showing up just to do the best we can. And what I have realized is that just because I have been motivated by my kids and I have chose to make these choices and just constantly try to improve and I fall flat on my face, I pick myself up, I work on it again, I try to be better, my kids get to see that. They get to see that. They get to see me eating pizza, going out to dinner, eating chips and queso. They get to see me making good food choices. They get to see me eating well-balanced meals, drinking water, exercising, making myself a priority, even though it takes a little bit of time out of my day, right? They witness that, and it's nothing that I have to tell them. They see it for themselves. So I want you guys to really understand that so much of this comes from goals and visions that are so much bigger than myself. Um, Really understanding that, you know, no matter the season of life that I go through, the struggle, um, whatever it is, you guys, that this is possible. Taking care of your health and fitness is possible. It's possible for you to make yourself a priority. Um, and I know that because I've done that. I've been through a lot of seasons of life just like you guys. I have had a lot of ups and downs. I've had a lot of different things that I've struggled with. Um, but at the end of the day, it was me continuing to put one foot in front of the other and just beginning and having a willingness to fail my way forward pretty much in every area of my life. But with the determination and knowing that, you know, other people have done this before me. And I've always had that outlook, if other people can do it, why can't I, right? I'm no different. I have a great work ethic. I'm super motivated. I'm scrappy. I'm relentless. I have a huge heart. Um, you know, like all of these things, I know I'm capable. But you guys, that confidence within myself comes from me taking care of myself. I cannot overemphasize that enough. The greatest gift that I have given myself is that willingness to take care of my health and my fitness and to put that as a priority because I feel like we there's so much that we cannot control in this life that the one thing I can control is how I show up for myself.
you know, how I show up for other people. I know that I love to show up for other people in a very positive, energetic light. I love to serve. I love to give. Those are my love languages. However, I truly notice a huge difference when I feel good and when I don't, right? I'm sure you guys do too. I know I feel my best when I'm making better food choices, when I'm not depriving or restricting myself, when I, you know, have my good exercise routine, when I'm drinking water, right? I don't complicate this. I make it super simple and I'm going to teach you all about how I do that. Um, so you guys, definitely one thing I have realized is stepping out of our comfort zones are really hard, but our comfort zones are always going to call us back home. It is so easy to get complacent. It is so easy to get comfortable, but it's outside of our comfort zones that we stretch ourselves, that we grow. Sometimes it's scary. You know, change can be scary. It can be hard. It can be exciting, but our comfort zones are always trying to call us back, right? Results never happen overnight, and I know that. It's always with like I said, that vision, that goal, that grit, that relentless tenacity, that willingness to show up even through the hard days, even if it's just a little bit, to pat myself on the back and realize that I need to give myself some extra grace today. Tomorrow's going to be different, right? We all have those days. But I think through a willing of personal development and growth and building those consistent habits in health and fitness have really helped me develop that mindset to understand that we all need grace more, more so on some days than others. But you guys, it's those things that keep me going. They keep me showing up to want to be a better person for my children, for my family, for my friends, as a coach, as a business owner, and for all of you guys. So you guys, whether... Your outside influence, whether your motivators are your children, your family, maybe it's your old self, maybe it is, you know, somebody that you've been watching from afar, whatever that is, just know that the only person that can actually motivate you is you. You can be inspired by all those people. Your children can motivate you just by being their mom, right? But you have to find that reason why to show up each and every day. And that reason for me was the moment that I got pregnant with Gracie, our first child. I just remember, you know, all I wanted ultimately as I became an adult, I wanted a life of freedom. I wanted to be able to exercise and achieve whatever goal that I wanted to, but I didn't want to be restricted of foods. I wanted to be able to enjoy foods, enjoy my family, enjoy my friends and not feel restricted. And I didn't want to constantly yo-yo between like binge eating and not eating to achieve my goals. It got exhausting, tiring, and pretty soon that didn't work anymore anyway. Um, and as I, you know, became... I, more of an adult, I guess you can say, or I got older, wiser, um, did more personal development, had more experience, I would say. Um, I started dreaming of a life of freedom and really leaving an impact in others' lives. But to truly learn, you know, how to feel my best inside and out through each season of life, 
and not to deprive or restrict myself of the foods. Um, and I know that so many of you guys can relate to that. So many other mamas are just trying to be the very best person that they can for their families and for their children, but they are struggling so much on the inside to show up for themselves. And that truly is so much of what I am going to be talking about on this podcast is how to start implementing and creating those habits and how to show up. Um, so, okay, here we go. I'm going to dive in um, a little bit deeper with you guys and just kind of give you a little more backstory on my nutrition and my fitness um, so you have a deeper understanding of that. Um, but before I do, I am going to say that this podcasting thing is I feel like 100% my jam. You guys, if you don't know me personally, I am that girl that just feels like I have so much to share with the world. I want to leave an impact. I want to create change. I want to help moms just gain so much confidence and joy in, in life. And I want them to realize that they can truly achieve whatever goal it is that they want and they can sustain that. And and learn to tap into that confidence that is just absolutely unshakable. And, and I feel like when they get to that point, that they will realize that they are truly capable of whatever it is that they set them their mind to. Um, I am also that girl that loves to talk. I truly feel like I have the gift to gab. Actually, when I was little, our next-door neighbor... Um, would call my nickname was was mouth. So <laughs> if that doesn't tell you that I love to talk, I don't know what does. So I truly feel like podcasting is the place for me to be. Um, I am super excited um, because you'll also learn that I love to time block. I have a morning routine and my morning routine is when I take care of myself. I time block because I work from home. And my whole mission was to be able to create a schedule that I could be present with my kids. And so my time blocking changes in seasons, right? For the school year, for, for breaks, Christmas break, holiday break, spring break, um, summer break, my time blocking changes. And so podcasting allows me to be able to truly get my work done without having to dress up. I know that sounds so funny, but you guys, I am somebody that loves to live in workout clothes. I love to be able to get my work done first thing in the morning so I can do so right behind the microphone after I get my workout in. When I feel my best, you guys get the best of me. So I am so excited to show up in this way and be able to just add massive value and, you know, some great content from behind the microphone. Um while working around and, and truly showing up and being present, you know, for my family at that time too. So it really is an amazing opportunity that I'm so excited to get started with. And like I said, it's been on my heart for a couple years, but you guys, we have two kids and they are seven and a half years apart. Gracie will be 15 in January and Rudy is seven. And so this is the first year that they've both been in school full time. And so I feel like I have that extra space of quiet time to be able to go through the trainings and to hire a coach and to be able to get this podcasting started 
and really find a good rhythm and a routine before we get into, you know, summer vacation and, and those breaks. So here we go. Um, so a little bit about me. I am a super busy, active, fun-loving mama. I'm very outgoing. Um, I have been married to my amazing husband now for 18 years. Um, he truly is my best friend. He is my biggest supporter. Um, and my kids, I have to brag, I feel like they are pretty darn amazing. Um, so we have two kids and I, just to kind of take you back a little bit, um, like I shared earlier, I started going to the gym when I was 16. Um, I got a discounted membership when I was working at the local grocery store and me and my friend decided to join the gym and check it out. We had no idea what we were doing, but I will tell you, I absolutely fell in love with the endorphin rush that I got after leaving that first time. I was hooked, absolutely hooked. The funny thing was she hated it, absolutely hated it. So you guys, I created a gym routine going to the gym by myself um, at that point in time, five, six days a week. I absolutely fell in love with the way it made me feel, and I had no idea what I was doing. Um, but I was sweating. I was getting that endorphin rush, and you guys, that's when I got hooked on fitness. I loved that feeling, and I just craved more of it. So as I continued through high school, um, you know, I really feel like in high school, I, I didn't know what I was doing or not doing as far as nutrition habits. I never paid that close attention to it. Um, my mom and dad were amazing growing up and, um, my mom always made, like we had these family style dinners every single night. We were very spoiled, very blessed, um, in that way. And she always made home cooked meals and, I just remember she always had like a carbohydrate, she always had a protein, she always had a vegetable, and we would sit down at a fam at our table and we would eat dinner together as a family. And so I had that um, as an example growing up, and but otherwise we never really talked too much about nutrition, um, as I think that that's pretty common, you know, in a lot of families. Um, I think maybe it's probably talked about a little more nowadays because it's more, um, it's more talked about in general. Um, but you know, it never was really talked about too much and it's not really taught in school either. And so, um, you know, when I was older in high school, if I wanted to feel a certain way, um, I would control that through not eating very much or then turning around if if I was depriving myself too much of something, then I would end up binging on it, right? So it was like this um, struggle back and forth without even realizing it of what I would now say like eating disorders, um, but I just didn't realize what I was doing to myself. Um, so super active, I was in sports um, and I finished through high school, I still had my exercise routine at the gym and then I got a job at the gym. I started working the front desk. Um, I was there all the time anyway. Um, I got free membership, and so it was kind of a win-win. And so as I continued through, um, I actually was going to nursing school. I wanted to be become a registered nurse. 
Um, so I was going to college at the community college and working full-time at the gym and started teaching some group fitness classes and the same nutrition routines were in place. Um, the other thing that would catch up with me um, as I got a little bit older while I was still going to college was um, living on more protein shakes, energy drinks, coffee, um, and then, you know, dinner time I would pretty much binge on dinner because that would be like my main big meal of the day. Um, and so I kept those routines. And you guys, I didn't really change a whole lot because I didn't need to. I was able to maintain a certain feeling and and look that I felt good. And so I didn't have that pressing need to realize that I needed to change, that this maybe wasn't the healthiest way of going about things. I was still young, so I think, you know, part of that was just being young and naive. Um, but then as, you know, I continued through, I switched over from nursing, got my personal training certification, um, started personal training at the gym. I started teaching more classes. I got a full-time job working at the hospital. And in that routine, I was working so much that, again, my nutrition was on the back burner. I would find myself exercising a ton and eating crappy, if you want to put it that way. I, I just remember driving up to the hospital. I had like a 45-minute to an hour drive to the hospital. And my routine was every single day, you guys, I would stop by Starbucks. I would get a um, everything bagel toasted with extra cream cheese because that little cream cheese container was definitely not enough for both sides. And then I would get like a toffee nut mocha or when in season peppermint mocha. I would drink that, eat that, get up to work. And then a lot of times at the hospital, the sales reps, the drugs rep, the drug reps would come in. They'd bring donuts and bagels and treats and goodies. And oh my gosh, through the holidays, that was magnified. Um, and I'm not a donut fan, but so those were never a temptation, but everything else was. And I've always been pretty good if I'm not hungry. I don't eat. So that that was kind of always going for me. But I would still kind of munch. Those would be temptations sometimes. So those would always be there. I never packed my lunch, you guys. Never packed my lunch because I never took the time to even think about it, right? Think like what I was doing was working for me. I was getting away with it. So I didn't have that pressing need to make change. Um, and we would go out to lunch like to Baja Fresh. I would get this big, huge burrito that was delicious, but it was even better. I think it was called like ensalada style or enchilada style. I don't remember, but it had like all of the red enchilada sauce with extra cheese. I don't even know how many more calories and fat that was. At the time, I could care less. It was so good. I never could finish it, but it was just, those were the choices I was making. Then I would, you know, come back home, make dinner, eat dinner late, go to bed, do it all over again. Right? So I didn't have good eating habits, but I still had great workout habits. Um, then we decided that we wanted to have children. And we ended up getting pregnant that next month. We got pregnant super fast. And you guys, it was right then that that was my motivator to make change in my nutrition. 
I just realized like, oh my gosh, like at this time, this was a huge pivotal point for me in my nutrition um, and in my journey because I just wanted to have a healthy pregnancy. I wanted to do whatever it took to grow a healthy, strong baby and provide them the best nutrients that I could. And honestly, I was quite overwhelmed with where to even begin. And so I just decided I was going to focus on drinking more water and try to make healthier food choices, um, try to make healthier, cleaner food choices. So I just tried to implement more leaner meats, more vegetables, more fruits. I was still eating the other things too here and there. Um, I was just trying to implement more healthier, cleaner items when I could. I still was not packing my lunch. Um, and it, so it was small changes, you guys. I really want you guys to understand that. It was nothing drastic. It was small changes that I was tweaking over time. But I became consistent with that. And I exercised all throughout my pregnancy. I was teaching classes still. I actually, funny enough, um, was teaching a weightlifting class the day my due date with Gracie. And I, I'm pretty confident that the ladies in the room were probably thinking that the baby was going to fall out when I squatted down. But she decided to come two days late. Um, my water broke in the middle of the mall and I was rushed to the hospital. And I had normal, I would say, what was more of a normal um you know, pregnancy, I had a super healthy pregnancy, but um, my laboring, my laboring was pretty normal. Um, I was trying to do this without an epidural. I don't know, crazy me, I wanted to like experience this. Um, but I just didn't know, right? I didn't know what I didn't know. And I was going in blindly, like we all do. And something happened when I started dialing to six or seven. And I hope this doesn't gross you out because I'm very much an open book. So plug your ears if so. But I just started like bleed gushing blood and we had no idea why. So the more I dilated, the more I was bleeding. Um, pretty soon my blood pressure was dropping so low. I was no longer like able to talk. I was, you know, not, not hearing anybody saying anything. Um, we had no idea what was going on. And the doctor knew something was wrong. And luckily she stepped right into action. And she had thrown Troy scrubs and she's like, I'm, we're going in for C-section right now. And we went in, C-section, they cut me open, pulled Gracie, at the time we didn't know what we were having, so we didn't know we were having boy or girl. They pulled Gracie up, little girl, the umbilical cord snapped right off, fell off. And again, we had no, no idea still what was going on. We had this beautiful, healthy baby girl. Um, she wasn't crying right away, so they took her right over. Um, the umbilical cord was wrapped around her neck three times, we found out. Um, we heard her crying then finally, and she was super healthy. Everything was okay. And we found out afterwards that... Um, we had placental infilamentous. So the umbilical cord was attached just by a tiny strand the whole time. And instead of attaching at the center of my uterus, attached at the top. So it was a really weak attachment that happens during conception. 
And as I started dilating more, the pressure started pulling the umbilical cord away, hence why I was bleeding so much. Um, and so we found out all of this afterwards. And we found out that I was dilated all the way to nine before they did the emergency C-section. And we had found out that if I had continued and the doctor didn't make that call um, to do C-section, that we would have lost her in delivery. Um, the umbilical cord would have snapped. So because it was so weak. Um, so we truly had this miracle baby. And we had all of the doctors and nurses that were coming on shift come in and visit and um, to see this miracle baby because they hadn't yet seen a case like this in the hospital. We were that one in a million, you guys. It could happen to anybody. Yep, that happened to us. Um, so long story short, amazing pregnancy, crazy experience in the delivery. And um, But I recovered from my C-section. I was not allowed to exercise, right, for six weeks. Um, I felt good. I was slowly moving. Things were kind of tight down there. Um, I was nursing her. I continued my habits of, you know, water, making better food choices. All of those things were still a part of my habit because I had started those when I was pregnant. Um, and she was my motivator. That's why I'm saying she was my motivator. She didn't have to do anything. It was the blessing of being her mom. That was my motivator. I wanted to be better. Um, and that's what kept me going each and every day. And I was so excited to be able to start exercising again. The doctor cleared me. I remember walking in literally the six-week mark into the gym. Um, and I was just excited. I had to move really slow. I was just easing my way into it. Um, but I just, again, started the, getting that endorphin feeling, started feeling good, moving my body more. Crazy enough, I had dropped to my pre-pregnancy like right at that six-week mark, so really before I'd even added an exercise. Um, and it was really more of I wanted to exercise just to feel good, you know, to get out of the house, to get my body moving and get back into my routine, but slowly, right? I was giving myself grace. Um, and it was at that time that I decided, you know, I didn't want to go back to work full-time. I wanted, I didn't want to leave her. I could not imagine leaving her and going back to work. Um, and so luckily I had family medical leave, um, the short-term disability that I had been paying for in order to have, you know, a paid time period at home with her. So I had that going. And then I, um, the gym actually asked me to come back and be their trainer. And so I started training and it was able to offset, you know, the, the difference. Um, so I was able to quit my full-time job, be the trainer at the gym. I was teaching more classes over time. I got to the point where I was teaching probably 10 to 15 classes a week between spinning, weightlifting, kickboxing, um, all of these different variety of classes. Um, I was very high energy. I loved music, still do. Um, and it was just totally my jam, you guys. And so I fell in love with the gym. The gym was like my second family. And I was able to take Gracie to the childcare and have that flexibility. But one thing that I realized was pretty soon I was 
finding myself constantly looking for ways to earn extra money. You know, that I was just starting off as a personal trainer. I was trying to still find ways to bring in extra money, but I didn't really have any extra time. So I always had my eyes peeled for that. Um, and I always had that curiosity of what I could do. That thought in my head, like that thought was created when Gracie was really little. Um, long story short, then when she was about four, I decided I was going to do a bikini competition, an NPC bikini competition. And funny enough, that's when I started tracking my macros. Um, started tracking my macros. I hired a trainer because I'd never done this before and I wanted to do it well. Um, I went through, I will be honest with you, it was quite the experience. <laughs> I did it one time. I didn't have any desire to do it again. My main goal was really to get that experience as a personal trainer you know, for my own personal experience, I got that. And uh, I didn't like the hardcore restriction. The end goal was not a motivator for me. I didn't care about winning. I didn't care about, I honestly did not want to get up on stage in this itty bitty teeny bikini. And Lord help me, those clear high heels that, oh my gosh, you guys, I can't even walk in high heels. So um, I'll just put that out there too. So you can only imagine, I was a train wreck on the, the back end trying to figure out, oh my gosh, how am I supposed to keep this bathing suit on my butt and walk in these shoes and be able to like flex my body on stage, right? I, <laughs> this is what was going through my mind. So I remember working with a trainer I would weigh myself, and I remember dropping like a pound a day. I was not very big at the time anyways. I'd already been, had all these habits, so I didn't have a whole lot that I needed to drop or cut. I only trained for about six weeks because of that, um, but I was dropping like a pound a day, and I was like, I messaged her. I'm like, hey, I'm dropping weight like crazy, and she's like, well, some people lose faster than others. I'm like, seriously? Really? And if only I knew... Then what I know now, you guys, I would know that I was in too hard of a cut, right? Like I shouldn't have been cutting that hard, but I was doing what I was told. I'm a good student. I follow direction and um, I went through, I ended up taking first place in my class, um, which is great. Again, that was not the goal um, and I never competed again after that. It just was not my jam. Um, but like I said, I got the experience. And one thing that I continued to do was I continued tracking my macros from there. And once I had created that habit, I continued it. So I was still making better food choices. I was still drinking my water and I started tracking. So then I could realize how much I was putting in my mouth and what I was putting in my mouth. I was accountable for it. Um, I still ate the things that I enjoyed but I was accountable for it. So that habit started when Gracie was just four years old. And pretty soon then I had a desire for my supplements to find better supplements. I just constantly had this desire to improve. And the next thing I wanted to improve was instead of buying crappy supplements from GNC that were filled with all sorts of garbage, 
I wanted to find cleaner supplements that would help me as a busy mom. Um, just be healthier, right? That was my ultimate goal. I wanted to be healthy from the inside out. So I did a lot of research and I stumbled across Shakeology and I decided to buy it for the 30 day money back guarantee, planning on returning it because it was more expensive than my protein powder. Um, I fell in love with it, you guys. I absolutely fell in love with it. And I remember telling my husband, this is exactly what I need. But I didn't even realize it. And so I began drinking it. And you guys will find out that when something works for me, I will share it. I'm an open book, like I said. So, um, and of course, like I told you before, I was always trying to find a way to make money. Right? So... Um, I was still in this deficit difference from my full-time job to going to personal training and teaching classes. Um, and so there was this opportunity. And so I started a network marketing business, having no idea what network marketing was. And if you know me, you guys, I hate to be sold to, and I hate to sell to other people, but I had no idea what network marketing was. I just realized, oh my gosh, I absolutely love this product. And so many of my clients could use it. So many of my friends and family could benefit from this. Um, that if people wanted it, I'm here for it. I'm here to help them. But if not, that's cool too. And that was my outlook. But I shared with everybody because I absolutely loved it. I loved the way I was feeling. And in the process, I built a business. And funny enough, Within two to three years, I that was our family's full-time income because when I am passionate about something, I get out there and I share it. Not to pressure, not to push, but I just share what's working for me. Just like in my nutrition, in my fitness, all of the mom life hacks that I'm going to be sharing with you, I will share with you guys. You will be the first ones to know. So that's how I got started in building another business. Um... As time went through, I just had this desire, like I said, to constantly improve. I was finally realizing like, okay, I wanted to dive into nutrition even more. And so I took a certification to become a nutritionist and became a nutrition coach. Um, and so then I had that, be able to help more people with that. Um, and I just continued to make better food choices. Um, you guys, when I used to drive up to the hospital for work full time. Um, and before, actually, yeah, it was before I had Gracie. I would always have like hot tamales, Sour Patch Kids, Mike and Ike's, like in the big, huge bags in my glove compartment, my center console, under my seat, like they were everywhere in hidden places. So I was always like munching on those. And, um, I, at that point in time, had like gotten rid of all of that and just the desire wasn't there. It wasn't that I was depriving myself. It was just over time, I wanted to get better. I wanted to improve. And so then instead of buying those big bags, I moved to smaller. Pretty soon I wasn't eating them as often. I didn't need that many places, you know, in the cubbies with storage. Um, and pretty soon then I stopped having them in my car. Um, and there was no more temptation. There was no more desire. And over time, you guys, these habits really helped me gain control of my nutrition, of my health. And funny enough, 
I did not actually ever have, like you can never see my abs before kids when I was working out hours a day. Um, but after kids, after C-sections, mind you, is when my abs started showing up. And that was because I had added in the nutrition component. I finally had dialed in my nutrition and my fitness and was in the best shape of my life after two C-sections, after both C-sections, I would say. Um, so after having Gracie going through this competition, getting certified as a nutrition coach, um, continuing to personal train, teaching boot camps, teaching classes, um, starting my network marketing business, all of these habits had continued. Um, we decided we wanted to have another baby. And Gracie was about three years old. And it took us a few years to decide because honestly, the shock after having her really scared us. Um, and I would have 10 kids if I could. I absolutely love kids. Like we we have two amazing children, but at any given time, we never just have two kids in our house. Like we love to have kids around. I just love it. I love the chaos. I don't know if that's because I'm the youngest of five kids or what, but I love that chaos. I just love I love kids. So um, really, honestly, it was about, she was about three years old. We decided to start trying for our second one. And I um, didn't get pregnant as easy. And that's when we started going through infertility, um, unknown infertility. I feel like I was spent so much time in doctor's offices getting my blood work drawn. I was constantly told that um, I, I was super healthy. Um, but it was just unknown. They had no idea why I wasn't getting pregnant. I started going to a natural path. Um, I feel like I was diagnosed with everything under the sun. None of it made sense to me. If I could be honest with you, listening to my gut feeling, it just, I was like, what is going on? And I'm such a person that it's like, I'm a problem solver. I want to fix things. Um, I couldn't fix this. And I didn't realize how much stress, you guys, I was putting on my body um, and, and overwhelming it. And I had no idea what that stress was doing, but it was killing my insides. Um, and I worked through, I was deprived, not deprived, but I was restricted of so many different foods because um, they were trying to fix SIBO, candida, um, I had major constipation. There was one time, you guys, I was constipated like 14 pounds. I know, awful. Let me tell you, I could not breathe. I remember I was heading out to a Beachbody conference. I was supposed to jump on an airplane the next morning. And I remember sitting on the sofa and I was so constipated up into my sternum that I started hyperventilating. And my husband was like, oh my gosh, Jess, are you okay? I was like, I cannot breathe. I cannot catch a breath. I'm so bloated. And he called the doctor and the doctor had basically prescribed like for him to go down and get um, this stuff that you would do for a colonoscopy, which I had scheduled anyway. Um, and so I had taken all of these concoctions, ended up being sorry, TMI, on the toilet all night. I think I dropped seven or nine pounds, enough for me to be able to breathe and have some comfort to get on the plane. Um, but you guys, I was going through this season of life for a few years where 
I would be so bloated that people thought I was pregnant when I wasn't, when that was what I was struggling with. I was struggling with trying to get pregnant, but I looked like I could be pregnant because I was so bloated. And it was such just a stressful time in my life. And um, it was so hard. It was so hard because there was no reason why I couldn't get pregnant. And I just tried to the best of my ability to trust in God's plan and to trust that, you know, if it was meant to be, we would have another baby. I knew I was healthy. I knew I was doing the best I could to take care of myself. Um, I was being very proactive on that and just had no idea. And it was not until I shifted my focus to help a family member that was going through really hard, a really hard time that in that moment, I had put all my focus on helping them and took my focus off of me and why I couldn't get pregnant. Um, that's when I got pregnant. And, you know, I will be the first one to tell you the worst thing to tell a woman who cannot get pregnant is to stop thinking about it because that's when you get pregnant. That is the last thing that we as women struggling to get pregnant want to hear because how can you stop thinking about something that you want so bad that is out of your control, right? But truly, that's when I got pregnant. Funny enough, you guys, I went from taking like six to eight pregnancy tests a month thinking that, oh my gosh, this is my month. Like, I think I'm feeling pregnant, right? Like, I think this is a sign to being 10 days late and having no idea that I was pregnant um, and realizing we went out of town for New Year's. And I remember asking my sister some questions. I'm sure she was thinking like, oh my gosh, like what? <laughs> uh, when I came home, I finally realized like, man, I'm 10 days late. I should take a test. And with Gracie, it took six positive or six tests to get a positive. Um, but with this one, it was right away. And I remember, you know, two tests come in a box. And so um, I was like, oh my gosh, this cannot be true. And so then I went and drank more water. And I was like, I got to take that next test. And Troy wasn't home from work yet. And I went and went to the bathroom again, took another test, and it came back positive again. And I went to the kitchen sink. I was like washing my hands. And he had got off work and there's a window right at the kitchen sink. And he was walking by on the outside and he like looked at me, waved, and he was like knocking, like pointing, you know, what is that that you're holding? And I must have had just like this look of like shock on my face and I held it up and he was so excited, came running in the house. And um, that's, you know, when we found out we were pregnant with our second child, which again, we didn't decide, we decided not to find out what we were having. My husband always had said like, I feel like everything in life we end up finding out, we always end up finding out that the one thing that we can wait and be surprised on is this. And I loved that. So we didn't know we were having with him. I had an amazing pregnancy, continued exercising, continued eating enough and well, and trying to make better food choices again during that pregnancy, continued all those habits. We had another C-section. It was a scheduled C-section for him, and he was born super healthy. Um, same thing. I recovered from my C-section really well. My body popped, jumped right back. Um, 
and I firmly believe it's because of continuing those habits all through pregnancy and never stopping um, that my body just responded so well. I nursed with both of them. Um, and you guys, those habits just continued on. They continued on. I continued building my business. I continued working from home, you know, with my beach body business. I continued training at the gym, teaching classes. Um, and it was, let's see, gosh, Gracie was seven and a half. I ended up leaving and leaving the gym and working my business solely from home with Beachbody when Gracie was about eight years old. And then I still had some clients, some in-home clients, um, and I was still teaching some classes too. Um, but really, that kind of took on a life of its own. Um, sharing my story, my journey through social media, just really trying to show up to add as much value as I could, but not not really knowing what I was doing, right? It was always like this willing to fail forward. Um, and you guys, in all of this, there has been so many blessings. There's been so many heartaches, so many hardships, highs and lows, ups and downs, but I always have been consistent with my health and fitness, putting that as a priority because I truly want to show up and be my best. So still to this day, my children and my husband are my number one motivator. I will tell you, my number two motivator in starting this podcast and building businesses um, is the freedom. I am, I have experienced, and once I got that little taste, of what is possible out there, I wanted more. I wanted more freedom. I wanted more time with my kids. I wanted more travel. I wanted more experiences, more memories. Um, so I am that crazy mom that always has so many kids around her. I'm picking up kids. I'm taking kids places to do fun things, to do activities, um, because I love that. I love soaking in the moments. I know at some point those are going to pass, and right now I am going to take it while I can. Soak it up, enjoy it, create memories, and just build this life. Continue building this life that is by our design because of all of God's great blessings, you know, and all of these opportunities. And majority of the time, I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm super spontaneous, but you guys, I am scrappy. I am relentless. I love hard. I put so much energy and effort in, but I have really learned to time block my day. I've really learned how to create a morning routine and really be able to create a schedule that is completely focused around my family's schedule season to season, day to day, week to week. And in building these businesses, you guys, I have been able to help so many people, serve so many people. And as I'm recording this, I am looking over at my dining room table that is absolutely full of giving tree gifts for families that we have decided to adopt for this Christmas season. Um, 
And I look over there and I just can't help but smile because it's because of this, because of these businesses, because of that willingness to show up, to serve, to do something different, to do things even when they're scary, to get started and just put one foot in front of the other to figure it out that we have the ability to do more for other people. And you guys, truly, that's what makes me tick. Um, I'm so motivated to impact lives far and wide. Um, I'm so motivated just to be an impact, period, to help create change, to help you guys learn and understand that you can lose weight while still loving and living life, that you don't have to deprive yourself, um, that you literally can put whatever it is, you can do whatever you put your mind to, but you have to have some confidence within yourself, and I want to help you tap into that. Um, so, you know, as a personal trainer, a nutrition, a macro coach, a business owner, a busy mom, a wife, you guys, I'm here to serve you, to love on you, to offer value, to share everything that I can with you from the trainings that I've taken, certifications that I've taken, knowledge that I have, but truly experience um, and share with you while walking the walk with you. Because I know that life can be crazy. I know seasons can be hard. I know that there's times that we're really put to the test, but I also know that we are all worth showing up for and that whatever life throws at us, that the one thing that we can control is how we show up for ourselves. And I know that stress can kill. I know that it's the thief of joy. Um, you can put on a good front, but you crumble inside without realizing it. I know I didn't realize how much I was putting my body under stress um, and how much that it was affecting me. You guys, I remember when I would try to lose weight, I would be cutting calories like 1,500 calories or so. And then when I was done losing the weight, I would just stop. Like I, I would just stop. I wouldn't worry about tracking specific amounts of food. There was no rhyme or reason. And then I learned how to diet phase and was implementing all of that. And I took complete control so I could lose the weight, sustain it. I could build muscle when I was in, you know, surplus. I could truly achieve whatever look it was that I wanted and whatever feeling it was I wanted through diet phasing and really healing my metabolism and getting it unstuck because God knows as women, we have hormones, we have highs and lows, we have different issues. Some of us have digestive gut issues, some have, you know, um, autoimmune disorders, some have allergies. There are so many different things out there that are out of our control um, that some of us have to work with. But I decided that I didn't want to fall victim to food anymore and I wanted to take control. I wanted to heal and boost my metabolism and I wanted to do it well while living life. So I spent a lot of years diet phasing and being consistent, giving myself a lot of grace and just continuing to show up for myself, for my family, for my husband, for my kids. And so I want you guys to truly understand I'm in the trenches with you. I'm teaching you and sharing with you everything that I can and all of my experience. So 
as I come to wrap this up, you guys, I hope that we have some things in common. I would love to hear what those things are. If you want to leave me a comment or a review over in Apple iTunes or maybe share this podcast in your Instagram stories, um, tag me and let me know what we have in common. I would love to just get to know each and every one of you guys better so I know how I can best show up to serve you and things to talk about, topics to talk about that will help you get from where you are right now to where you want to go. So I hope you guys have an absolutely amazing rest of your day. I cannot wait to share with you my very first Quick Tip Tuesday episode that will air tomorrow. So thank you so much for being here and until next time. Hey there, real quick before you guys head out, if you've enjoyed this episode, be sure you head on over to Apple iTunes and click subscribe to be notified of upcoming episodes release. If this podcast has been of value to you in some way, please take your time and leave a written review as well. I seriously would be so grateful. You guys, I'm so excited every single time I hear from you guys and see that this show has truly impacted you in some way. The next thing that you can do that is tons of fun is take a screenshot of this episode and or of the review you leave and share it over on your Instagram stories and tag me at Body by Jess. B-O-D-Y-B-Y-J-E-S-S. Again, you guys, thank you so much for being here. I'm so incredibly grateful for you and the opportunity to truly add as much value as I possibly can to you and your family's lives. Until next time, you guys.